When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome, Jeff Calkins, to the show. Jeff, I've read the, the broad strokes. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, happy Tuesday. It is indeed Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Nailed everybody. Uh, today on the Jeff Calkins Show. We are still going to have fish on Friday on Tuesday. We're going to have Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. But obviously before then, uh, and I apologize for being late, there was breaking news. And I get paid more by the Daily Memphian than I do by the radio station. Did you know that, Jeffrey? Uh, it's where my loyalties... Am I, am I supposed to say where, this honestly? It's, it's where my primary loyalties li- have to lie. So, But I am loyal to you all, too. And it is funny. Like, radio is pressing. You have to be here every day. It's pressing. So in some ways, it takes up more of my emotional energy some days. But today, there was really significant breaking news. And so uh, I, needed to, I needed to weigh in on that. Um, I would urge you to, um, if you want to know more about this, to read Sam Hardiman's story and stories at the Daily Memphian. Um, he's been all over this from the very beginning um, and is terrific. And hopefully we'll have Sam on to talk about it tomorrow. I think all of those stories are not subscription only, by the way. Um, they might You might have to register. Sometimes they ask for your email, but that doesn't mean they're going to ask for money. Although, given the good work that Sam does and the fact that he needs his family, subscribing is nice. But anyway, you can read Sam Hardiman over there. And I have a column up as well at the Daily Memphian, and I have tweeted it out so you can get the full picture of what's going on. I haven't heard. I gather Jeffrey's been giving you the lay of the land. Indeed. But I'll just sort of say what my thoughts on on this, I guess, uh, starting a little bit from scratch. Um, Obviously, for the last, how many ever months, Jeffrey, have we been locked in back and forth on this? Feels like it started heavily in, like, June. And, and, And it became bitter, you know? It became bitter between... Uh, certainly fans on Twitter, on social media, that's easy. But, you know, when you're dividing up a pile of money, it's $350 million um, that the state has given, and every dollar can only go to one place or the other, and then you start getting into these arguments about, oh, the, the, the Grizzlies are more important. Oh, the Tigers and getting into a new 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 conference is more important. Oh, yeah, well, you're not going to get in a new conference anyway. Oh, yeah, well, your owner should pay for this. Like, we, we can go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it was not good for anybody, honestly. Um, it certainly wasn't good for the, the Tigers or the Grizzlies, neither of whom sort of asked to be pitted against each other. Um, and, um, and so, but we were at a, a impasse and, and it appeared that Jim Strickland's administration, uh, might run its course here 
without being able to move forward on the Liberty Bowl renovations or the FedEx Farm renovations. Sure, secured the money, that's great, but hadn't been able to put together a deal that satisfies both the Grizzlies and the Tigers. And to be clear, this does not yet satisfy the Grizzlies in terms of we are not, they are not now. And the reason this is breaking right now is it is being presented to the city council. Um, so we are, and, and, and they are not presenting, this would be the perfect world, they are not presenting a deal to fund FedEx Forum. That has yet to be completed, has yet to be done, and a substantial amount of money still has to be found. So if you want to raise your hand and say, well, what am I, what am I still worried about? That's it. Like, that's it. And to be clear, I have throughout this wondered aloud why you would do one deal without the other. Because once you give money to one, it's gone. And so if you need the money to satisfy the Grizzlies and keep the Grizzlies in town, why in the world are we doing this until we are sure there's enough money for everyone? Um, so anyway, we are at this impasse. And so what happened? What so often has happened in this community is Fred Smith and family. And this one is very clear. This is not FedEx. This is Fred Smith and family are giving $50 million to sort of unlock the impasse. And it's interesting. I went back and I looked at columns that I'd written over my nearly 30 years here now and all the times that FedEx has stepped forward to make things happen. It's just remarkable. Um, Certainly foremost among them. I remember writing a column when the Grizzlies came to town uh, originally and how really the big advantage that Memphis had over Louisville was FedEx over Yum. <laughs> saying our company's better than your company. Like literally, and Michael Heisey was open about this. David Stern was open about this, wanted to be associated with FedEx. The naming rights deal. Well, not happened. Think FedEx really needs, uh, if think, uh, Jeffrey, think FedEx really needed more name recognition in Memphis such that they needed their name on FedEx Forum? I do not. I do not. The golf tournament. Like, I remember furious columns uh, in the Washington Post about how, why does Memphis, crappy old Memphis, get to have a tournament and we don't? Tom Boswell wrote that. FedEx. FedEx. That's why. It's, it's, It's very clear. Obviously, the efforts to get into the Big 12, which were ultimately fruitless, uh, spearheaded by FedEx. But then you go, you know, you look anywhere. Look at the, whether it's the zoo or the Memphis Symphony or the university Leftwich and the technology Tennis center. center or whether left, is Leftwich Tennis Center FedEx too? Yeah, like it's Fred. Fred. Yeah, so it's just like on and on and on. Plus, of course, all the talent they bring here, all the economic sure. activity they bring here, all of that. So I guess it was no surprise, but there you go. Who guides to the rescue? Fred Smith and FedEx and family. Not FedEx. Fred Smith and family. This is not a FedEx uh, deal. So here's what's happening. They are giving $50 million. And what that does is in the earlier proposals, there was honestly more public money going to 
Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. And what it does, it allows you to say, all right, here's what we're going to do. Of the 350, we're going to give 120 to the university. Fred's going to give another 50 to the university, and this is matching funds. And so they're going to have to raise another 50 for $220 million poured into that stadium. Raising $50 million is not a small feat, um, by the way, in matching funds. Like, there is work to be done here. But $120 million, and that way, even before the Grizzlies deal is secured, they are moving forward with the Liberty Bowl. Fred's $50 million, and then they got to raise another $50 million. And as part of the deal, and this is critical, all of this still has yet to be, has to be approved by city council, mind you. But I'll be honest, Jeffrey. On city council, is it your experience that if Fred X. Smith gets behind something, that thing often happens? Um, usually, yes. Usually, yes. Um, so anyway, a critical part of this deal is that control and ownership of Liberty, the Liberty Bowl will be transferred or may be transferred. All of this is still needs to be done. None of this is done to the University of Memphis. And let me just say thank God for that. Because over the years, as whatever went wrong at that stadium went wrong at that stadium, whether it was the, the entrances or this thing falling apart or that thing falling apart, what you'd have is the university saying, hey, we don't control the stadium. And then the park commission saying, hey, you know, whatever, we're doing the best we can. And here, responsibility for the stadium will lie with the university, which enables them to, I hope and imagine, provide a dramatically better fan experience. You're no longer going to have that division of, well, I'm not responsible for cleaning the windows. You're responsible for cleaning the windows. No, we're not. Like, no. And it will allow them to have some control over the facility and have a better fan experience. So that's, that's the, the way it works for the University of Memphis. Still got to raise $50 million. No small feat to raise $50 million. Not too much to ask, Jeffrey. Do you think to have uh, the University of Memphis raise another $50 million? Uh, I wouldn't say not too much because I believe that would be the biggest fundraising effort they've right. had. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a big, it would be a big ask, but I'm. But I, it seems, I, it to seems me, appropriate. Exactly. Seems appropriate. I was going to say, the if, first if, thing, it seems fair. It seems appropriate and it seems fair. So there you go. Uh, and it would allow the, the, again, it would allow the Tigers deal to go forward. From the Grizzlies' perspective, well, as I said, it's not perfect. Because perfect would be, hey, city council, here's our deal for the Tigers, and here's our deal for the Grizzlies. Both done. All you got to do is stamp approval, and we are fine for the next 30 years. And sadly, that is not what is happening today. And so I guess in a, I once would have imagined that I would have raised my hand at this on this day and said, whoa, 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 what are you folks doing? Except for the fact that uh, the, the, the Grizzlies have signed off on this deal. Um, Jason Wexler, president of the Grizzlies, released a statement. Do you have that in front of you, Jeffrey? Do you have the? Can you call up the? If you call up Sam's story, and we'll we'll 
Well, here is what Jason Wexler, president of the Grizzlies, had to say about this turn of events. We support the city's proposed allocation of $120 million in state grant funding to the Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium project and $230 million in state grant funding to the FedEx Forum project as we continue to work with the city and the county on a long-term deal. So there you go. Uh, 230 remains to put toward FedEx Forum. But there is work to be done. And if it were easy, if it were automatic, it would have been done. We'd have the money. It would be done. We'd have the deal. That deal has not been done. And so here's the thing. I will rest easier as a Memphian when that deal is also done. It's not done until it's done. But I don't believe that Jason Wexler would have released that statement had there not been progress, significant progress, towards a deal that will keep the Grizzlies here long term. They will need more money from the state. And if you go back and you read Sam Hardiman's piece on this. He does the math. I'm not going to get into the math here today. Um, But he will. uh, The math really is somewhere between 102 million. They're going to have to find 102 million dollars. And that's not that's not automatic. And so if you want to have trepidation about that, I think I don't disagree. But Sam Hardiman talked to Richard Smith uh, this morning uh, as part of all this. And I was reading a transcript of that conversation. And it's pretty clear that the Smith family didn't do that this just to support the University of Memphis. They did it because they believe it unlocks both deals. And let's be honest. The Grizzlies wouldn't have come here uh, at the outset if not for Fred Smith and FedEx and the Smith family and others, mind you, of course. Like, you know, Pitt Hyde is a, is, still has an ownership interest in that team, as does Staley Cates and other locals. Um, but, um, but they wouldn't be signing off on this if they thought it meant elevating the Tigers over the Grizzlies. And so despite my sort of systemic trepidation about, oh, my God, what happens if that, like, that grizzly deal still has to get done? And some of it, like the hoped-for funding, again, you can read Sam's story to get into this, is in a hotel-motel tax increase, which is already was a year ago already turned down by the state. So it's like, are we sure this money's going to be forthcoming? Hey, Paul Young, good luck with this one. I guess the way they talk about it, gives me some confidence going forward that this will happen. So, to put a bow on it, this is not the absolutely triumphant day. The best version of the day that I could have imagined, which was victory, uh, a deal finished, mission accomplished, new new lease for the Grizzlies, new stadium uh, for the Tigers. But it's significant progress. It is a good day. It's certainly a great day for the University of Memphis. And I think 
for the Grizzlies to signal that they are okay with this, I think should be reassuring to you all as well. So that is where things stand. Now, if you want to have objections to it, I, uh, I let's see, uh, let's see, what are some of the objections to it? Well, the first one is the the Tiger fundraising portion. Yeah, can they raise the money? Yeah. I, I think, well, the first one, the, the, the biggest objection to me is like, why are we giving all this money to stadiums? <laughs> That's fine. And um, listen, I hear you. We've been over this before. It does so happen that at this point, the $350 million is earmarked towards stadiums. It was given for stadiums. If you had asked for it for your schools, you wouldn't have gotten it. Um, so that's literally – now, our societal priorities, we can, we can talk about that. I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, it's a lot of money. And uh, could it, in a, in, a, in a nirvana world, be put towards a peace, a justice, and, and tranquility? Uh, sure. But the, the, I live in the real world, so I'm, I'm, I'm – and by the way, I really do believe that the hope here is that these things enrich the community, both the Grizzlies staying in Memphis. I mean, can you imagine if they left? Like, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine the not blow if they left? So I, I don't even have any problem with the priorities here from my perspective. But if you have misgivings about it, I get it. Uh, whatever. Second one, Jeffrey, and I think this is a, a real one, is wait a second. We're spending $220 million to get a better Liberty Bowl? What is wrong with this? Like, if we have this kind of money we're throwing around, $120 million in public money, $50 million in, in Fred Smith money, like another going to raise it, why exactly are we making it? Why, why are we doing this at the Liberty Bowl? Why don't we have an on-campus stadium? What exactly and why are we spending $220 million to get into one conference when we don't really believe it's going to get you into a better conference? Like, I think those are reasonable questions, don't you? Yes, absolutely. And I think the answer to that question is, and I think this is what the University of Memphis discovered, you do what's possible. In the end, you are ultimately constrained by what is possible. And because of the political politics in the city, because of the, the Liberty Bowl game itself, and the Southern Heritage Classic, and the civic investment in that stadium, I do think that the University of Memphis concluded that they just weren't going to be able to do it on campus stadium. Now, why should they have concluded it when UCF did one, and Houston did one, and Cincinnati has one? And It's a fair question. But I think the reason that this money is being put into a better Liberty Bowl is because they saw that as the best, best path to getting the money. And I don't think, at least I hope, that this will not look like, as you all might say, lipstick on a pig. It feels like what is being imagined for the Liberty Bowl is a dramatically remake, remaking of the, is a dramatic remaking of the Liberty Bowl, which will make it feel much more like a new stadium. You know, Neyland isn't new. It's just completely remade, right? Like, that, that happens all the time. And so um, I think that is fair. And then, of course, there are these two questions about where this, like, neither one of these, both of these deals will ultimately depend on more money. As you point out, Tiger's got to raise $50 million 
And the Grizzlies got to find another 100 to 200 million. Neither of those things will be easy. I went up to the elevator, Jeffrey, with a fan on Saturday. And this is the part that this guy and his wife were on the elevator and they were saying, this is probably our last game of the Liberty Bowl. And, and uh, why? Why? Well, because if they're going to raise ticket prices, you know, they're going to, we, we've been coming for 30 years. And they have, with this fancy new stadium that they're trying to put in, they're going to raise ticket prices. We're going to be priced out of our seats and we're not coming anymore. Well, if that is the spirit that prevails among Memphis Tiger fans, that's not going to pay for a new stadium, right? Yeah. And, it, and by the way, it is the spirit that prevails among too many fans. It just is. Uh, and then, I mean, the biggest risk here is not finding the money for the Grizzlies. That is the biggest risk here. There is work to be done. I guess I just think that with Fred and family behind this, that that work will get done. And I'm the guy who all along was saying, whoa, 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 don't do it unless you do them both at once. So there you go. Jeffrey, uh, I don't know what you covered before I started yammering or um, uh, uh, what I have covered that also you covered, but do you have any additional thoughts before we take a break on this? And I think we might actually. Um, I, I don't know what calls would look like on this. The phone number is 445 If you have thoughts on this, um, we'll field them. We'll see. Like, it's not a typical thing we would take questions on. If you have questions on it, maybe that's it, too. Uh, the phone number is 445-0929, we'll, we'll, If you all want to call in, we can do that in the next segment. It is certainly a significant day. I think it's a good day. Do you think it's a good day, Jeffrey? Yes, I do. I, I think... What are, your, what are your bottom line thoughts on this? Thank God for Fred Smith and his family. <laughs> Isn't that the truth, man? And it's kind of my... I mean, you and I have talked about this off the air. Where it's like when you think about like who's the most significant Memphian like, in history. I Fred Smith to me. And I, don't yeah, think, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know Boss Crump or you sure, know whatever like, the, the other folks way back when. Holy smokes! Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. 
Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.